my allergy meds are wearing off. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> it's uh, like allergy uh, meds are 12 hours long. It's time to go to sleep. <laughs> Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City preview pod. I'm your host, Mario Salazar, with my so happy and excited to say newly <laughs> engaged co-host, Angela Yay. Morales. Woo! Cheers! Woo. Well, yeah, there's nothing yeah, to cheers, but been... still cheers. <laughs> my water's across the room, so clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. We've been doing a slow unroll and telling people, like, the hierarchy of folks that matter that are close to us and then we'll do a big social media post probably soon i don't know yeah and then you got to go we'll to a see. special you got to go to a special event today so now the whole front office knows <laughs> yeah the front office some of the team knows i was at the supporter group kit launch tonight it's monday I, god i've been up for too many hours too many hours this and too like, many things uh, happening it's like nwsl after dark it's casual seat after dark just i'm get ready <laughs> <laughs> yes and angela's she's got she's written most of this episode as per our namesake she is our expert so she's the one that's gonna <laughs> be teaching me most of what has happened and yeah it's gonna get it's gonna get fun tonight so this is our 2024 nwsl season preview we're still a few weeks out from home opener which if you probably already know the news, we'll talk about it later. We don't want to talk about it now, but we're still a few weeks out from the NWL season actually starting. So we felt let's get a quick overview of where the landscape is, where everybody is. So on the last season, not episode of Angel City <laughs> FC, we finished the regular season in fifth place, but by a hair, pew, like, pew, pew, pew. totally came down to that last match. Half of us in the stadium were looking at our phones because we couldn't keep our eyes away from the other <laughs> results that like were super helpful or detrimental to us. But we made it and we made the playoffs. Becky Tweed's amazing comeback of a season. And that last match being that just amazing revenge match against Portland. Back heel who? Yeah, a bicycle what? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you, all of that culminated in such a great way and such an uplifting way for the end of the season. And then we go into the postseason geared up, ready to go. We travel up to Seattle and womp womp. But <laughs> it I, was a damn good game. It was a damn good we game. We fought so hard in that game. And I still think... Being eliminated in that first round, I just the circumstances of where we were and yeah. the season as a whole and the kind of upward rocket trajectory that we had speaks volumes about the team of where they were and where they were prior at the beginning of the season and where they were at the mm -hmm. end of the season and what direction they were heading as a team. So... All we can say is, I think last year, despite its turmoil at the beginning, was a success for Becky Tweed. It was a success for the team on how they gelled, especially after that. It was a big success on the determination and the buy-in of a mindset. Like, anytime there's a coaching change, anytime like there's any big moment in a team that there's a big shift in any way, like... You have to buy in. Everybody's got to get on the same page real quick for this new situation. And dang, that was fast. Like they, like you said, just like a rocket. They were like, oh, okay, we're doing something new. Cool. Got okay. it. Boom. Got let's it. Go. And we're on board and let's go. 
And you know what? I just like to think that we were having such a great time. We were gelling so well. But the whole team has so much respect for Pino that we just didn't want to ruin the last season. (laughs) So we're like, you know what? Go ahead and have this and we'll take it next year. Don't worry. (laughs) We were joking tonight at the kit, like the supporter group kit launch, which I hope you get. I hope whoever's listening went on Tuesday since we're recording in the past and the future at the same time, (laughs) the kits look dope. They look so great. I hope you went to the kit launch. I hope you had a good time and I cannot wait. I like, I've already ordered, I've already ordered a kit. (laughs) So just FYI, can we order your season ticket holder discount? Oh, there you go. There you go. Or, but by the time (laughs) this comes out, the kits would have been fully revealed. Yeah. 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 Make sure that you, Make sure you have your code with you. Okay. <laughs> <It> still works. <laughs> no, it's this team's special and they are they are preparing. Like it is it is so good. I'm so so good. I'm so stoked. Okay. So what's going on in the NWSL? There is a ton. The NWSL stayed quiet for a little bit. Everybody was like, What's going on? Give me some updates, and then all of a sudden a flood of stuff happened especially as we all expected these last few months where just like announcements trades free agency for the first time is yeah um (coughs) so all of that has just been insane news galore there's probably going to be more news from our recording from here so take this as a (laughs) what has happened so far and we've got Sam is retiring. Ugh, uh, mm. I'll talk about it a little bit later, yeah, but yeah. big feelings about this. There's been lots of trades that have led to lots of pissed off players. And yeah. a lot of this stems with the idea of, look, you introduced free agency and now you're screwing free agency. Yeah. There's a lot of happenings and a lot of weird things that have happened in this offseason. There's been some coaching changes. Big one that we're looking at. Latko coming back to club soccer and Freya being the assistant. So Again, I believe she coached under him before. I have to double check that. Yeah, but like both of them being let go from their things and then rejoining forces of like we'll see how that goes like if the experience pays off with both of them like having we'll get to it so much more exciting news to come and the big thing that we've been talking about since last year since we did the draft and the expansion draft all of that stuff is we have two new teams in this league which means two new two extra home games that we get to have with Bay FC and Utah Royals. Bay FC being our first matchup for the season. And again, we'll talk about the stupid schedule at the end. But <laughs> yeah, get ready, yeah, everybody. Stupid schedule. Get ready, everyone. We are going to go on a tear through these. <laughs> scan, scan back, jump back, use the little rewind button. And if you need to get, if you need to rehear something, just, yeah. Or DM us questions and if you want some clarifications. We're always here. So let's kick it <laughs> off. Bay FC. All right. So I'm going to say a lot of things. I'm going to say a lot of them pretty fast. I'm going to skim over some stuff because is it important? Yes. Do we have time? No. Because one, if I took my time with this episode, it would be three hours long. Yes. Two, it's currently 1030 at night and I have been up since about 4.45 and <laughs> my brain is leaking out my ears like <laughs> but here we go Bay FC the general vibe is that they're not effing around they have gotten basically almost every insanely good international player outside of Jenny Hermoso and that was even rumored for a while Bay FC has come into play and come in to make a statement from the jump the really like the like we're doing losses additions and like overall thoughts is my notes and like my loss is literally just respect because the bay isn't san jose and like <laughs> we even know that down in southern california and does that mean i'm talking smack a little bit but 
<laughs> I'm excited to see this team play. I'm really curious how they're all going to gel and how they're how quickly they're going to come together because it's a lot of a lot of, a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of big names, a lot of stuff that lot happened. Of styles of play, a lot of stuff that happened really late too because there was. Yeah. I kept seeing a bunch of posts from like Bay supporters and from people looking at, hey, are we going to do anything? It didn't seem like much was happening and then boom they get some heavy hitters and we're just like oh okay yeah they skipped a couple rounds in the expansion draft they traded like they they didn't have super mega top picks in the call in the regular draft which is kind of weird and then all of a sudden it's just boom this person boom this person big trades from around the league big trades from international leagues insane so i'm very curious how they're going to come out and i swear to you we better win that home opener or i'm going to scream (laughs) but all right so that's bay fc now bouncing to the midwest and the chicago red stars we're doing these in alphabetical order by city or like name because if i had to rank them personally no (laughs) copy paste the list of the teams was easier to be in alphabetical order (laughs) (laughs) exactly so chicago red stars They are majorly rebuilding this team. This is insane because so their team sold. They were part of the big investigation. They have a whole new ownership group that's women-led. They consulted with our ownership group before they put their bid in. It's super cool. Let's hope it stays that way. But in doing so, they have a new coach who is Lorne from the Jamaican team who told his federation basically to F off, he's not listening because he, they're screwing over the players and why are they doing that? So we're Team Lorne, just in general, mm-hmm. in women's soccer. Good dude, good coach, is like ride or die for his team. Very good. So I'm very curious how this is going to be because they lost a whole bunch of players to free agency or trades, mostly free agency, which says a lot, but I also understand folks who've been in the league for a while that are like, I can't do this anymore. I need to be somewhere that has like a locker room, stability. I I don't want to go through this again. Like, I I understand this. The big two that I want to call out are Tierna Davidson going to Gotham. We'll get there. And then (laughs) um, Casey Kruger to Washington, which was major for me. Like, that one, I was like, oh, very unexpected. Tierna, too. And if Tierna can stay healthy, Gotham is going to be... That's a whole other thing. We'll get to U.S. Women's Part 2. Yeah. So they've added Natalia Quica from Portland. That'll be interesting, too. Another free agency move. But the big news is Mal Pugh slash Swanson is back. She's been training with the national team. She's been training with Chicago. She is a star like one of the brightest the best like she's intensely terrifying on offense and i'd be really curious to see how they do i think they're gonna put up a good fight i don't know if they'll make playoffs even though we're going top eight this year but i think it'll be a a, a solid season for them in the rebuild but i think next not this season 2025 season is gonna be different for them i really think they're gonna come out swinging they'll they'll have their legs underneath them it's their literal rebuilding year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Houston Dash, I'm not going to lie, I didn't have too many notes there. Coaching has been strange in Houston, so I'm curious what's going to happen there. I don't – they have an interim coach at the end of the season. Like, things are funky. I hope they've gotten some stuff straightened out. They lost Shea Groom to the Red Stars, which is also big. But – they oh they got Yuki Nagasato from the Red Stars. There's a lot of like I said, Chicago. Who knows what they're doing right now, and who knows how they're going to be. <laughs> but that's a big whoa of trade and free agency movement is Yuki leaving Chicago one, and Shea leaving Houston. It's just like whoa. That was when that was announced. Eva and I were texting each other. Ah, what is happening? So it's just keeping you on your toes. The league is, they want to shake stuff up and see where the chips land. Yeah. I swear there was like two weeks where I'd wake up at 
six, seven o'clock in the morning, get ready for work, check my phone and be like, oh my God, seven <laughs> things have happened already because the East Coast teams are like popping off at eight o'clock in the morning their time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've been asleep for too long. But yeah, so we'll see what happens in Houston. They're a curious team right now. They've got really good players and really good pieces of their puzzle, but I don't know if they have all of the pieces they need just yet. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Per usual, we'll do a little dive into each team as a match preview, but this is just a general overview. So here we're getting into the nitty gritty now because these are like the next three teams are like a lot. Get ready. (laughs) So Kansas City Current. Get your pen and paper ready. (sighs) Yeah. So there's a lot happening. They've, I don't even remember at this point who they've traded, who they have worked with in free agency, because it was so much. Um, They lost Addison Merrick to Utah, Casey Miller to Gotham, who then got traded somewhere else. And I lost track, but like most importantly, Sam Lewis announced her retirement. And I think like deep in our hearts, we all knew it was coming because her body was so jacked up from the national team and from previous seasons. And this goes back to 2017. And it makes me so angry as an athlete to know that she wasn't given the rest and recovery time that she deserved because she would most likely still be playing if that hadn't happened or if that had happened. Um, She is one of the greatest to ever do it. And it makes me so angry that she's like, she's so young. And her body is decimated because of misuse, miscare, mistreatment by people who are supposed to be taking care of her. I could soapbox for this for days. And yeah, it's a sore spot for me. I don't know if you've gathered, but this is the loss of Sam Mewis on the pitch is a loss for everyone. Thankfully, she's working with men in blazers and beating their women's soccer front thank goodness because if she just walked away from the sport i would i don't know what i would do she's a goober i just want to be her friend (laughs) and hang out with the mewis sisters but yeah sam mewis not playing ever is depressing but anyway they've added some people two of those people being vlatko and freya i'm very curious how this is going to happen because vlatko was known for his ability to develop players And that's lost in that move to the national team because so much is controlled outside of what a coach does normally. And you get, honestly, you get less time with the players that you have. You don't get the day in, day out that you do in a club. If that's what Blacko was known for, maybe he's going to return to form and he'll be able to develop these players. I genuinely hope he was just over his head. The Federation was being weird. I don't know, whatever. Like, stuff will never know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm was... curious if this team will make subs. <laughs> team no sub. Very curious, given the coaching stuff. <laughs> Who knows? I'm curious how their offense is going to be set up. Are they going to play through the back and let it sit in the midfield and just not do anything? Like, what is going to happen? We have well-known experience with these two coaches as Angel City fans and national team fans. And I just, I'm just curious. Um, The other part of this that I'm really curious about is the fact that they're moving to their new women's soccer stadium that everybody's been super pumped about. But the stadium they've been in is close to the size of BMO and they've been selling it out. They only built their new stadium for 15,000 people. So what? You're already limiting your capacity they just announced that granted we pay a lot of money for parking at BMO but it's not set by the team it's set by like Expo Park and like the whole situation there and that's one thing people need to remember also it's LA and parking is expensive everywhere should it be no I feel like we shouldn't have to pay for parking but whatever yeah and a complete side note but yes if anybody was curious Expo Park is considered a state park it's not a, yes. it's not a park from the city of Los Angeles. So that's why when you do see police there, it's a mix of LAPD, but it's mostly going to be sheriff because it mm-hmm. is a state park. People that work for Expo Park, like the actual park, are considered park rangers. They're Yeah. Like so there there's a whole different jurisdiction of stuff that needs to happen when it comes to doing anything at that park. And right. unfortunately, the 
although there's there a is, lot of bureaucracy around yes that so far. yeah and <laughs> both soccer teams that play there are the lowest in the rung of happens at that park yeah and even more so with angel city because we are tenants of that stadium so i'm yeah not gonna go any further but <laughs> there's a whole so when the, you wonder why our home opener date was changed that's why that's why yeah. uh, we are the lowest on that list but they built a stadium for the Kansas City Current, and now they've made their parking $50 a game. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, you haven't been on Twitter today. No. The last... yeah. I, I'm not on Twitter. So, yeah, they announced that the parking per game is $50. Granted, day of parking at BMO is 50 bucks. Now it appears to be going up. I think it's Based 60. on what we've learned from LAFC. We don't know officially yet for Angel City, but... When you buy a parking pass, it's discounted, which, as it should be, they're not discounting it. <laughs> People, $800. Because <laughs> it's all the games plus like $40, $50 of fees. Handicap parking is $800. And they're telling people, oh, if you bring four or more, if your car is full, like, if you have four people in your car, we'll give you $10 to spend in the stadium. So like a hot dog. Wow. Yeah, they've also um, they have a sponsor for their supporter section. Yeah, I heard about that. They and... named their supporter section, which is like a big no-no. There's been a lot of faux pas in the soccer world of, do you know what you're doing? What is happening here? What's going on? You're pricing people out. You're pissing people off left and right. There's been free agency moves only to then be traded. Like, it's players are upset players are told they're going to stay with the team the next day they find out they're traded there's been a lot of really weird things happening in kansas city i don't know what the hell's going on i hope they get it figured out i hope the players are okay i hope the fans show up if they can afford it i don't know i don't know they'll show up they're not going to be happy about it the stadium is on the missouri side of kansas city right so they're not in kansas (laughs) (laughs) they've got that going for them they've at least got barbecue but (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm very curious because there's a lot of players that vocally were upset about like all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. I'm very curious what's going to happen there. Let's see how this first ever in the world stadium for women's soccer pans out. Yeah, I hope it works and I hope that they can... We were joking tonight, like, I hope their stadium has, like, a Lego situation where they can add more seating. Because 15000 when you're selling out at 2022, 20, no. but you've only billed for fifteen, like, maybe they just needed funding and they're yeah. going to add more. They get- Hopefully they did, because I know BMO has, it's built in a way where they're, they can actually add another couple thousand seats. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, cool. I want to say, I could be misremembering what I heard, but I want to say there was infrastructure already in place where if they needed to add like a third deck on the south side. Oh, I could see that. They'd be able to add more stuff up there. I could see that. And that would add like one whole side of seating. So probably two, three thousand seats. So there's that in mind of like expansion, right? Hopefully they thought ahead of this and hopefully they're not trying to fund that by charging everybody by nickel and diming everybody else it's bonkers people are like oh cool so i can't drive to the game i have to take public transportation and And now they're trying to figure out shuttles and different things because it's like what the heck okay so i don't know anything about that stadium but i really hope there's actually there's adequate public transportation to it if they're so do i okay Sure. Yeah. Well, I yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see how we feel about it as we get to the Kansas City preview once we start talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what what else has come about of this. All right, so next up, Gotham, the defending champions. Um pew, pew, pew. like I, that yeah. as much as it sucked watching Pina get hurt, that game was so Yeah, bad. geez, that was so heartbreaking at the beginning. Yeah. Like so early into the game. Like, even for it to happen at all, but so early into the game. But just, like, four seconds into the game. Yeah, there's so I have so much to talk about with Gotham. So here's the thing. They lose Allie Krieger to retirement, which we all knew. It was 
Allie Krieger fan club. I was wearing an Allie Krieger shirt the other day. My friend is sending me the one she got at the championship right now. Like all kinds of stuff. They also lost Christy Mewis to a WSL team slash the UK slash Sam Kerr. So they good for them. Let them be in the same country for once yeah. for longer than a weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then um, now, unfortunately, Sam Kerr, again, the ACL I know, they've got time. <laughs> ghost has gotten her. So she's got time. Uh, yeah. The ACL ghost is banned knees, banned connective tissue, all of it. It's, yeah. it's bad. Um, so with, with the amount of additions, that Gotham has made. They've also lost the majority of that championship team. That's the crazy thing. They traded away a bunch of the players or a bunch of the players left with free agency. And that was a team that won the championship. So I'm very curious. We were talking about it tonight of how the everyday players, like the nitty gritty ones, you never remember who they are. Like Neely, I don't remember her last name who ended up in the goal. What, where is she? I don't remember too many things happened. Like, where are the players that won the championship? Because you may have recruited half of the national team. Tierna Davidson, Crystal Dunn, Rose Lavelle, Emily Sonnet. You have Midge Purse. You have a couple other people I can't think of because my brain is jello. Like, you legitimately have half of our starting lineup. What? Yeah. Like, yes, go big. By all means. Whoever, like, Yale, who runs the team... Would not surprise me if it came out that she was in conversations with the ownership of the Las Vegas Aces and the WNBA because this is a super team. Or if she was in contact with the size who own the Liberty in New York. Like, that's another super team. This is insane. Okay, I will caveat this, though. Something that I was thinking about, (laughs) honestly, with everybody's joking and we're calling it the USWNTFC. 2.0, yeah. 2.0, whatever. But this is an Olympic year. Yep. All of these players play. So is it going to be that they will be conserving minutes on Gotham to save themselves for the Olympics? Or they are going... Or they're not going to be as featured in the Olympics and they're going to go ham on Gotham. Like... Yeah. Who knows? After tonight, who knows who this national team is? (sighs) (laughs) For those who are unaware, the national team just dropped their first game on home soil in 20 years. Or, no, 24 years. Yeah. Because the last time we lost on home soil in the U.S. was to Canada in 2000. And we just dropped to we Mexico. We just dropped to Mexico. For the, for the second time ever. That was yeah. only, that was only Mexico's second ever win against the US. Okay. Uh, yes. But anyway, I'm curious how Gotham is gonna put it all together outside of the national team. In a way, this makes us way scarier for the Olympics because these players are gonna have more time to to mix and match and learn each other and like Rose and Sonnet playing more more frequently with Midge terrifying Midge purse like Eva was watching an interview with her that she did on the podcast and she texted me midway through she goes Midge purse is you but soccer <laughs> like cutthroat no like ice in her veins apparently during the championship game when Pino went down someone on the team burst into tears and Midge looked at one of her teammates and said get on her, yeah. make her hurt. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Like, <laughs> no mercy from Midge, and I'm all for it. That's sport for me. I really think it'll be interesting, too, after the Olympic break, how fatigue impacts Gotham when half their team has just been playing for two weeks straight and everybody got two weeks off. So we'll see how that goes. But Gotham, don't count them out, but also don't count them in. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a coin flip. I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm very curious. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking maybe they go. Maybe they're like aiming for like middle of the pack. Yes. Yeah. Make the playoffs and then deal with it when it's there. Absolutely. So, North Carolina Courage. Done. This one's big time because 
the Sam Mewis of it all. This is where she played the majority of her career in the NWSL. They are going to retire her number and add it to their, or start their ring of honor with Sam Mewis's number. So I just want to call out, this is a big, I love Sam Mewis episode. So every episode deep in my heart is I love Sam Mewis episode. (laughs) (laughs) But the Courage have an interesting little mix up happening. Yes, they have Tyler Lucy, a name we all remember fondly. (laughs) Yes, they now have Danny Weatherhole, which I don't exactly want to talk about it, but we hate it. And oh, but here we are. However, they also lost Emily Fox to Arsenal and Kiki Pickett to Bay FC. So they they were mixing and matching a little bit. I'm curious what they'll do without Emily Fox. I'm also curious how scary she's going to be on the Olymp- like for the national team. Yeah, but. It's interesting. I will say in the big scheme of supporting your fan base, the Courage also announced today that with the purchase of a regular price ticket, you get to park free on site. So now there's parking wars in the <laughs> USL. But it's North Carolina. They probably have so much space because it's not a I mean, it's a big city, but it's not congested the way we are here. Yeah. And the way I currently am, apparently, I sound like I'm speaking in my nose. I just live in this. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how the Courage are going to do. They're always a decent team. They're gritty. They fight. They they put up a good show. So no matter what, it's a tough matchup. They're a storied team in the league, so you can never count them out. But yeah, that's the Courage for you. Yeah. I do think the free parking kind of thing is one of those things where it's anything to bring up attendance or to encourage people to show up because you know it's that it ticket prices aren't cheap as as everybody considers oh like the nwsl tickets like relatively cheap compared to an nba ticket or whatever but it's still not like a day out you still have to have extra money yeah like you you still have to have fluidity and not paying 40 50 bucks for parking that's 40 50 bucks that you can use to like feed your kids or mm-hmm. or buy some food yeah in stadium like it's that money can go somewhere else to help your day rather than it just being like giving my car my, gets to sit here yeah my car gets hours. to rest its wheels for a little bit <laughs> yeah parking's weird yeah All right, so let's Uh, go Orlando Pride. Orlando Pride. So they have Simone Charlie. They no longer have Messiah Bright. So that's like the, what is it called? Like a washout. Like Mm -hmm. they get a good player, we get a good player. Like it evens out. They did lose Megan Montefusco to season-ending surgery on her right foot. So that's a big loss for them. She's great. We've talked, I believe we talked about her last season. But yeah, again... Orlando is good when they want to be good, and Marta exists. Yeah, like, Mar- what do you want? Like, Marta's still <laughs> on that team. Half the Brazilian national team is on this is on this team. So, like, yeah, like that- half of them go by one name only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't count out Orlando the same way I don't count out North Carolina. The older teams in this league, like they're still moving, like they're still doing this for a reason. So. We'll see. We'll see how they turn out. It could it's a coin flip for me, whether they have a good season or not. I hope they do because as Marta's like career clock ticks, I just want her to win everything. The same way I did with Kriegs and Pino. I want you to win the world because you deserve it. But that's the pride for you. So the Thorns are next. They have new ownership. Thank God. Um hot garbage up in Portland for those players for a very long time. So we'll see. They lost Crystal Dunn. They retained like Becky Sauerbrunn resigned. Christine Sinclair resigned. They both for one year. So expect retirements real soon. I hope we get a Becky goal before she retires just for the hell of it. She's a prolific player. I could talk forever about how much I love Becky Sauerbrunn for a million reasons. I have her national team jersey. Like, she's Captain America. Like, she's our captain. <laughs> I don't care about the Lindsay Horan and the Alex Morgan of it all. Becky Sauerbrunn is my captain. But they also lost Rocky Rodriguez. 
So two one Angel City. Suckers. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. With that loss, I think we put the league on notice on the Angel City side because dang, Rocky's so good. <laughs> She's played great in CONCACAF for Costa Rica, but that's for another episode. We love Rocky. Rocky's great. Um, Portland's lost a couple other players in trades and free agency, but overall they're Portland. Like they're Portland. They're going to come and knock your socks off, whether you think they are or not. And you have to be ready for it. I think a big thing this season is that they're going to play for sync the way Gotham did for Kriegs. I have a feeling sync is going to announce her retirement. It just looks like she hurts when she runs and I know that feeling and I don't, I hope it's, I know it's so hard, but tie up your boots. Like you got to do it before you can't walk. And she's probably out there. She doesn't run the way she used to. So I think we're going to get a retirement announcement. I don't think we're going to get one so that she has like a tour the way Allie Krieger did and the way Pino did. I think she's going to be like, all right, thanks. Bye. I'm done. (laughs) She's, she's so much of an introvert and so much of a private person. Hopefully if it happens, it's more of a, Hey, I gave the, I gave this my all. I'm ending on a high note rather than like her pushing to the point where she literally breaks and then something causes the retirement, not her being like, Hey, I planned this. I did this on purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. And all the best for her. I have mixed feelings because of thing, the things that happened in Portland and things that were said or not said. So I don't know, but it is what it is. Best of luck to all of you in Portland. The Riveters are an amazing fan base. So much respect for them. But yeah, Portland, I think it's a little bit of a, it's the decline into a rebuild in that sense where their stalwarts are starting to get older Like, Megan Klingenberg is still there. I say that she's older. She's still younger than me. Like, whatever. (laughs) Most most players that we're going to be talking about that are older (laughs) are going to be younger than us, so. Yeah, but players who've been in the league for a long time, played for their national teams, have won championships. Like, Portland knows how to win, and that's a big difference between a lot of these other big, heavy-hitting teams is that Portland knows what's up. They know how to win. They know how to sit in that moment and just be like, okay, we're down a goal. We got to get back. Granted, the 5-1 to one game happened, and I hope it happens a whole bunch again this season. For us, we win 5-1. to one. I would love that. I mean, like, more of those. Plus 47 goal differential. M- I would love. <laughs> more of those throughout the year. Yeah. Or maybe just even 2-1, yeah. 3-1, maybe 2-0. Not yeah. asking for Let's much. Let's just go up more than one goal, and it would be great. <laughs> Racing Louisville, they are along the same lines of Kansas City and how players have been traded and not traded and traded and moved in free agency and then immediately traded. There's been some weird vibes happening in like southern Midwest states. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Generally, get your shit together, please. Free agency is so that players can go where they want to be and not where they like are demanded to be. Stop it. But I understand it's a business, but please, (laughs) these women don't make enough money to uproot their lives like a baseball player does. They're not bazillionaires. Anyway, another high horse. (laughs) (laughs) Louisville lost Amina Ekic to Melbourne City. So she's just out of the league. She went to Australia. And they added Marissa Vigiano from Houston. Those are kind of like the big moves. I don't know. It's just Louisville can be really good. They don't necessarily show up sometimes. So I don't know. I'm interested to see if they have the light show in their stadium this year that a lot of players have had issue with and a lot of fans have had issue with. So I'm curious how that goes. But we shall see. I don't really have much to say about racing, mostly because it's not a Okay, I need to phrase this in a very nice way. In every single sports league that I follow, there's at least two teams I forget exist. (laughs) In every league. Every single league. I'm like, that's a team? Oh, right, right, right. Happens in baseball, happens in basketball, men's and women's, happens in college. Like, all the college sports I follow, like, it's embarrassing. Louisville is that team. Louisville and Houston are those teams for me. I don't know why this happens. I it's never on purpose. It's just oh, who's that purple team we're about to play? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's exactly. I'm like, whose logo is that? It's not that I'm not paying attention. It's just my brain 
does not retain it. And that's no offense to to Houston or Louisville. I just don't understand. I don't know why it happens. I forget, like in the WNBA, I forget the Atlanta Dream exists. I forget the Dallas team exists. In baseball, I honestly forget. I forget Baltimore is a team every season. (laughs) Whatever. It is what it is. Things happen. It's a lot to keep track of when you love sports. That's part of why I don't really try to follow the WSL is because I'm like, this is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do this. Until I have like specific reason to, then maybe, but who knows. Alrighty, so getting into the last four teams. Three on the West Coast, one on the East Coast, all heavy hitters. Like, be prepared. First one, San Diego Wave. So much has happened for them. So much has happened. So first, they picked up Savannah McCaskill. Weird vibes yeah. around that free agency move. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. There's a big mixed bag of fan opinions. I didn't know that a lot of people didn't like Savannah. Yeah. I've, I learned. I, I heard there was, I had the sense because I heard a good like 50-50. I heard people yeah. that were like, like completely against her. Yeah. What is she still doing on the field? Like all that stuff. And then there was people that were like, Sav is my favorite. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was a mixed bag of people's reactions when I heard them talk about Savannah McCaskill. Yeah. It's, so that's interesting. I'm curious what's going to happen in San Diego for her. All the best. She's great. She really came into her own at Angel City. So I'm curious what happens with the change in style of play and all of that down in San Diego. With that, we picked up Maggie Doty Howard, who's also a midfielder for them, which I feel like that's like the same thing as Messiah Bright and Simone Charlie. Like they're very comparable. So we'll see. We'll see. They also lost Madison Pogarsh to Utah, which as we've talked about, Utah is very lightly complected. That's another one of those like Mm -hmm. random things that happens. I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, San Diego's going to be a, contain- a contender regardless. I'm curious how they shape up. They've got a lot of youth. They have a lot of they have a lot of youth, but they also have a lot of good veteran experience and a lot of good international veteran experience. They also lost Taylor Corniak, who got married. I don't remember her last name now. I was like, who is this? When they announced that, because she's in racing. I forgot that. That's the big thing I forgot. I was like, racing did something that blew my mind. But, yeah, Taylor Corniak's no longer on the wave, so they don't have an almost six-foot midfielder, which is bonkers. <laughs> I feel like we're going to capitalize on that, but yeah. you heard it here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We can only um, capitalize on that if we also get taller players. Yes. Or we just pitch it. We just kick it over their midfield. <laughs> <laughs> just kick the long ball. I'm curious how they're going to shape up. Casey Stoney is an amazing coach. That team is just good. You have Naomi Gurma in in your defensive lineup. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. Jaden Shaw is stupid good. She's having a great time at CONCACAF. Good. Obviously. When you have solid foundational players, you're going to be good regardless of any moves you make. Even if you make it middle of the pack, you're still better than half the league. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Yeah. Same, honestly, goes for the Seattle Reign. They're going to be fine. Pino retired. You lose that knowledge from the veteran side of things. You lose the silliness and knowing when you need to have fun. And you need to remember that you can have fun. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people didn't understand about Pino. Elite athletes are very serious. And they're also big old nerds. Like, just big old <laughs> goobers. And so silly because you have to know how to enjoy everything because not everything can be a competition. Not everything can be so serious or life or death because then it's, you don't enjoy anything. So yeah, they lose Pino, they lose Rose, they lose Emily Sonnet. They still have Sierra King. They still have Jess Fishlock. They still have Bethany Balser. Like they still have an amazing team. (laughs) Yeah. It's, when your subs are starters on any other team, yes. 
that's okay. A spoil of riches. I, it's yeah. Yeah. And for anybody, yeah, you're gonna have. If anybody just needs that little update or reminder, OL Rain is now Seattle Rain. They are going back. back. They're going back to their original name. Yay! Um, the, the queen is back. They get their new. They get their old logo back. The old logo, which it's so good, looks good. It's so dope. <laughs> Yeah, that new, the new old new logo, new old logo is so good. But yeah, I'm curious how their rebuild goes. Laura Harvey's like a solid development coach. She's going to bring up great players regardless. Again, another league stalwart. They're just going to be good. Utah, okay. They've got Imani Dorsey. They've got a few other players from Gotham. Like, players I didn't expect to go to Utah went to Utah. Players I expect to go to Utah went to Utah. They added Michelle Visconsuelo, Visconsuelos from Portland, which is a good pickup. A lot of draftees. I'm curious who makes their final roster. They've got a bunch of folks, like, from Utah. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm just... I'm curious to see what A-Rod does because she's so cool. Like... At the draft, I was like, oh, you're just like like that. You're just cool in person. Like, it's so obvious. So I'm curious to see how the player-to-coach transition goes for her. So overall, I think Utah is going to be fine. Like, they're going to show up. They're going to have a decent team. They could run the table with it. They have good experience in the veterans that they've pulled. But at the same time, like, it's an expansion team. Who knows? But... Yeah, They're going to get packed stadiums, that's for sure, because I think Utah's going to be pumped to have a team again. Yeah, yeah. And for, again, for those new to all of this, Utah did have a team. There was some not-so-great stuff happening there. And, <laughs> per huge. Yeah, and so <laughs> that team franchise got moved to Kansas City. And so that's how Kansas City got their team. And then now the Utah team and franchise is back under new ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they were here. They weren't. They're back. Hang the banner. New ownership. Hopefully (laughs) that means that things have improved because as we've all learned from all the upsetting and BS stuff that has happened in the league and the reasons why things like this have happened and moves like this have happened. Hopefully that's old news. That's stuff that they're learning from and making the environment better for everybody. Good on you, Utah. (laughs) Sucks that you'll be losing to us, but okay. (laughs) Exactly. So last but certainly not least on this list is the Washington Spirit run by the like ethereal doesn't touch the ground Michelle King who now owns like 19 different soccer teams. I think it's three, but it's a lot. I'm pretty sure that rule that they just implemented for 2024 about like how player trades happen was directly because of her. (laughs) Because it's like you own so many teams. We need to put a rule on how you're going to trade players to each other. Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So the Spirit are another interesting case. They have Trinity Rodman. Like, they have great players. And they just picked up Casey Kruger, like I said earlier. But Tori Heaster retired. He's going to do, like, commercial real estate in Tennessee or something like that. Like, something so, like, normal. But good for her. I'm generally unsure. Because they've also made weird trades and, like, weird moves. There's been a lot of movement in the front office as well. Like, I think the environment around the team is weird right now. Who who was the, like, Trinity's, like, BFF that got traded? Ashley Sanchez. Yeah, the other big major loss for the Spirit is that Ashley Sanchez is no longer on their team. And, like, that's major. That's one of those real weird trades where everything got real weird, real funky, real quick. Ashley Sanchez is now on the Courage. Um, Wild take. Like, when a player 
and this has happened multiple times this off season, but when players are posting, I'm shocked and heartbroken to be leaving this team. <laughs> like big WTF. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why, why are you moving people that don't want to move because they want to stay? Like, I don't understand. That's the one thing I don't understand in sports in general, but what have you, it is what it is. But the FO has made supporter groups real mad because they gutted their outreach team and like their supporter group liaisons and ticketing folks like gutted. They just, and then they're like, Oh, but it's great. No, these are people who've worked with the team for years, building this community, building the fan, the fan base. Like it's very strange. It's very much being run like corporate America. Oh, we didn't have a good return in the fourth quarter, so we have to let everybody go. And it's like, yeah. that's maybe don't run it like that, but whatever. I feel the same way about corporate America. Yeah. Oh, believe <laughs> if me. your teams can't produce, you have to look at why they can't. Are they, is the bandwidth like stretched too thin? Or is there enough resources? Do they have the tools they need? What do they not have to succeed? Hello. Anyway, I just, I'm a normal person who works for a boss. So what do I know? (laughs) But yeah, I'm curious how the spirit show up this season. Again, they're damn good. They have solid pieces to play with and around and build off of. It's just going to be curious to see with these big losses to, to really like, wrap your head around how good this team actually can be or will be or who knows. So big, we'll see energy from the league this year. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's been so much movement, so much shakeup that it's uh, like, there's no powerhouses that you can definitely say are powerhouses. There's, there's, powerhouse leaning teams but then there's also asterisks assigned to those teams so like but i think that's gonna make for an exciting season lots of parody okay and then so we just went through the entire league in alphabetical order you might be asking yourself did we miss angel city because we should have been first (laughs) it's a no we didn't (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be doing an angel city preview all on its own Needs its own episode, needs its room to breathe. There was a lot that has happened. (laughs) This is our team. For our team. And let's celebrate. (laughs) Let's cry. Let's get mad. Let's jump for joy for all the things that have happened. So we will have that in due time next week. Next week, yeah. From when you're hearing and then this, we'll make all these the statements yeah. and the roster will change the second we hit publish. So Exactly. <laughs> That's the annoying part is that the final roster gets published the week after we do our breakdown. So I know. It, yeah. Okay. And anyway. we will try to build out that episode really with the eyes for the new fans, the casual fans, and the hardcore among us, giving us the who's who and the why of what is going on so really hopefully you join us for that episode it'll be great be sure to show share with family friends people you're trying to get to the games everybody it'll be a great episode and we're also going to do a fun little blind reaction of each other's playoff standings basically put it in podcast writing yes able to recap (laughs) and where we think angel city's gonna be among those playoff rankings because believe me both of us are saying playoffs this year so oh for sure for sure top eight come on okay and the last big thing for the league in general that we need to talk about and we've talked about it before in pieces is the giant broadcasting deal that the nwsl got on the one hand it's a huge deal Lots of places to be able to watch. It's you're going to have a lot of options. The bad is that there's going to be a lot of places to watch. It's going to be super <laughs> fragmented. We are we. I've already posted stuff on our on our Instagram stories. I've saved it as a highlight. Uh, we broke down 
where all the matches are going to take place, what TV channel or what streaming channel or whatever it's going to take place on. So how you can watch it. And then, of course, every time we do a match preview, we will give you the basics on where to watch everything. But the big announcement that we mentioned at the beginning, the home opener has been rescheduled. So we were set to open the NWSL season on March 16th, Saturday, or at this time, it doesn't matter because it's not on Saturday. (laughs) We were going to kick it off against Bay FC, which interestingly enough, we just had a preseason match at Golchella, the Coachella Valley Invitational against Bay FC and it ended up in a zero zero. We'll talk about that on the next one. So the home match has been rescheduled to the following day on Sunday, 317 St. Patrick's day slash LA marathon day. Slash. I'm so sorry. Everybody is so mad. Everybody has a right to be mad. The front office is mad. Everybody mad. This is very much. We say this in, we are 100% a fan-made podcast. (laughs) We have no ties or buy-in to the team or the front office. We just happen to be friends with some people that we were able to get like interviews with or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're big mad about this too. They had no absolute choice in this and it stems from something we mentioned earlier is that we are the lowest in the rankings of yeah of expo park expo park is a state park the museums take priority usc has controlling priority like controlling stake over the park also so they have like second priority for anything they do and then public events that happen there and then it's like this then it's lafc slash acfc so even two years ago when lafc was in the playoffs they had to get a mat they had to get a playoff match rescheduled because of a usc game that just happened mm-hmm. to be on the same day so <sighs> It is what yeah. it is. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> it completely sucks. But again, to reiterate, the match, the home opener against Bay FC is now on 317 St. Patrick's Day, Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Hopefully you guys can make it. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the whole how to watch and how to listen. So... <laughs> The broadcast schedule is going to be, like I said, super fragmented. It's going to be on Ion TV, which is going to be the over-the-air stations that we can be able to that we'll be able to watch games. And I'm going to rattle these off really quick, just so that they're on the pod. But they are saved on our Instagram, so you can just go back and watch it. If you're in the Los Angeles Ventura area, it's going to be over the air, which means free antenna by the antenna at. I was about to say Radio Shack. Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Buy that antenna on Amazon. (laughs) Channel 30.1, KPXN. If you're in the San Diego area, it's also KPXN, but it's channel 69.4. And if you're in the Santa Barbara area, you actually get two channels. It's channel 6.6 or 38.2. All of those are the -the over-the-air channels. And then on cable, Ion TV is also for Charter, it's on 1218. ATT, it's on 1030. Frontier, it's on 530. If you still have Google Fiber, it's on channel 30. Mediacom, it's on channel 91 or 501. Cox TV is on channel 30. Dish is on channel 250 and DirecTV is on 305. Most of those are going to be the same across the board because of cable, except for Cox. It's channel 96 in San Diego. And then in Santa Barbara, Comcast has three channels, channel 79, 151, and 1421. I just rattled off a bunch of numbers and a bunch of names. Like I said, (laughs) it's on our Instagram, but... Games will be on Ion Television. To me, Ion Television is where they play the reruns of like Criminal Minds. 
like all the time. So like, I know of the channel. Criminal Minds. It's Criminal Minds, the WNBA on Fridays, and the NWSL, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. As soon as that match is over, it's going to go back to a rerun of Criminal Minds. Like a middle, like 22 minutes into an episode of Criminal Minds. (laughs) Yeah. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah. (laughs) It's games are also going to be losing it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We we hit eleven thirty. Okay. We're so close. (laughs) It's also going to be on Amazon Prime Video. So if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you've got Amazon Prime Video already included. If you don't have an Amazon Prime membership, I believe you can purchase Amazon Prime Video for, I don't know, like $8.99 or whatever it is. Games will be broadcast on Amazon Prime Video. Games will still be broadcast on CBS National Broadcast or on Paramount Plus. So check the schedule that we have on our Instagram again for when those games are actually going to be broadcast there. And then our ever-hated CBS Sports Channel (laughs) will also get a game or two and... Nobody we know has CBS Sports because it's on some like <laughs> third tier sports package that you have to buy. But that just means that's the day you go to a bar and you go watch it if it's not here in stadium. And then the last two places you'll be able to watch will be on ESPN slash ESPN Plus. So if it's going to be on ESPN, the cable channel, it will always it'll be streaming on ESPN Plus. As far as I understand it, again, will always bring the up-to-date places to watch for each preview. And I totally thought you were going to say ESPN 8, the Ocho, <laughs> quote Dodgeball, yeah. and I was about to actually lose it. That's where I'm at right now, everyone. <laughs> Maybe I should just call it the Ocho from now on. <laughs> and then the NWL is also starting up their own app. It's actually a expansion or extension of their website where you'd be able to watch games if you were international but now they're actually going to be free to domestic viewers so here in the u.s you won't have to be doing any kind of vpn trickery in order to be able to watch something (laughs) it will eventually have an app so you'll be able to watch it like on say your phone or your ipad that's not available at the moment but there's a big banner ad at the bottom of the website that says app coming soon You can go ahead and sign up for your free account right now, and there will be a handful of matches that will be on streaming on there and nowhere else. I believe we have at least one match that is going to be every team probably. Yeah. So there you go. There's a rhyme and reason of Friday matches are going to be on this Saturday matches going to be on that Sunday matches are going to be midweeks are here there. It's a lot just follow the instagram and listen to the match previews and we'll tell you exactly where to watch it absolutely and you'll most likely still be able to tune into our friends tracy and isaac on iheart yes and listen to them call the game if you're traveling if you can't watch for some reason or if it's on stupid cbs sports um they're great they're wonderful we can't wait for them to come up with amazing calls this season because I know we're going to have some big time goals. As, lo- as long <laughs> as iHeart is still there and we've got Tracy and Isaac on there, I'm going to sync up Tracy and Isaac on any one of these yeah. channels. Sorry, Same. whoever's on the broadcast <laughs> team for uh, Ion TV down through the NWSL app. I- <laughs> Tracy They're Isaac, great. Yeah. you got two permanent fans here. Absolutely. And I know I was talking to a couple people tonight about them and about them calling the games and how much fun it is. And yeah, we the more people who are tuning into iHeart, the more people who are loving it. So by all means. So thank you everyone for listening to this episode and my brain slowly like disintegrating and falling out of my head, kept in only by my headphones. <laughs> um we appreciate it a ton. If you are tuning in after the supporter group kit launch, thank you. I appreciated everybody who came and say hi, said hi. Congratulated Eva and I. Got stickers, promised by merch, whatever. It was a blast. I appreciated it. I was texting Mario the whole time, freaking out a little bit, <laughs> trying to stay calm <laughs> when the schedule announcement was made. But yeah, I can't say enough how much I appreciate the genuine support that we've gotten it's a lot of hard work on our end mario 
does all the technical important things and I'm just here for the soccer and helping where I can because he's crazy smart when it comes to computer things and I'm just relatively okay. But <laughs> anyway, if you've made it this far and you liked what you heard, please go hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this episode. You can check out casualfc.com for all the podcast links and everywhere else you want to listen to it. Merch, a way to share more women's soccer podcasts with us, all the things. Just go to casualfc.com and we'll get you what you need. You can follow us on social media at casualfcpod on Instagram, Twitter, threads, and TikTok. Make sure to tell your friends about the podcast. We always say it brings us good luck. The team needs it based on the fact that our stupid home opener just got moved. The home opener is not stupid. The fact that it got moved is stupid. So please, please, please you know, we, just send it our way. We, we'll we, pass it over. We apologize. We have not cashed out the good luck yet because we were waiting for the home opener. We didn't realize we had to give it to them before the home opener. So we apologize. We haven't sent it to them just yet, but we will be sending yeah, it to we'll them soon. We'll overnight it. We'll pay extra for shipping. <laughs> We'll break the piggy bank and send it over tomorrow. <laughs> but again, thank you for all the support over the last almost year. It's just freaking great. And if you feel so inclined and you want to help support the pod by buying some merch, again, shop.casualfc.com has all your goofy t-shirt needs and hopefully more merch coming. I don't know. We've got a lot of plans. We just have to find time. Or you can also buy us a coffee. Check out the link on all of our social bios or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casualfcpod. On that note, good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs>